Welcome to New in Town, a podcast created and hosted by women in their 30s. Real conversations that will make you laugh, sometimes make you cry, and even grab a glass of wine. Join us as we talk about moving across the country, self-care, womanhood, and everything in between. Cheers to New Adventures! <laughs> well, hello, ladies. Hey! It's been a while. It's been a minute. But it's- oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great to you know reunite i know it I feels think... nice to be back mm-hmm. it does in the closet marcel's closet <laughs> she hot still it is very hot how's everyone doing a little check-in doing awesome feeling good mm-hmm. i just can't believe like how fast this year is going by oh we're almost at the end of women's history month right I can't now believe it's almost april oh my god it's almost my birthday Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! and spring right around the corner Yay! i know oh, can't my start god. later now yes we're getting those summer nights going mm-hmm. so happy about that yeah this year has really flown by for me and to think that this month is women's history month mm. i know that is wild right you know let's just say it's awesome to be a female yeah Yes, it's awesome to be a woman. Yes, yes, it is. Love Love that we have a month to celebrate. I mean, of course, we should celebrate all all year round, but Women's History Month is pretty awesome. It's nice to get some recognition. Mm -hmm. It really is. And you know, for me, you know, this time of the year means celebrating women who have made big and small contributions to society. Mm -hmm. My mother, Lucy Hutchins. Hello. Yes, you are one of those wonderful people. Catherine Herrera. Lori Hutchinson. (laughs) Hey. Mamas. Right? This is a time to recognize women who are remarkable and who have encouraged us, me, to become Mm -hmm. who I am today. That's right. That's because that's what Women's History Month is all about. You know, it's a celebration of women's contributions to history, culture, society. Mm, Did you ladies know that Women's History Month originally started in 1978 as a week-long celebration? No way. Mm -hmm. Right? It gained so much popularity that nine years later, it eventually grew to be what we know today, a full month celebration. Oh, love that. International Women's Day is also celebrated this month on March 8th, as you both know. So for those who don't know, on this day, countries around the world celebrate with demonstrations, educational initiatives, Mm. activism, popular customs, like presenting women with gifts and flowers. I love that. We'll take those. We like some flowers. Yes, we do. We (laughs) like gifts. You know, I don't know about you guys, but Women's History Month is special to me. I really try to celebrate by bringing other women up Mm -hmm. and remembering the women who got us here. Mm. And every year there's actually a theme. So this year's theme is women providing healing, promoting hope. Mm. Which I feel like after the pandemic, yeah, perfect. We all definitely need some healing and some hope. Yes, we do (laughs) for sure. And you know what? This month it was a time to celebrate, and it's still a time to celebrate women and how far we've come from Rosa Parks to Sally Ride. Mm. This month is dedicated to all who came before and have helped pave the path for us today. Yeah, I mean, there has definitely been a lot of positive influences in my life, and I'm sure your lady's life that has contributed to the women that we have become today. Yes. And I'd like to say yes. we're pretty awesome. That's so kind of going off on that, ladies, of course, we just talked about our moms mm. as being great female influences in our life. But what are some other women that has inspired you ladies in your lives? Well, I'll say, you know, especially obviously my mom, but also I have two sisters and a sister-in-law and I love them dearly and they inspire me every day. But in terms of like someone that's public and someone, you know, in the limelight, 
Um, America Ferreira is someone who always has inspired me. She is an actress turned activist. She's involved in charities for at-risk kids. She Mm. connects communities through conversation and inspires action and powers change. She also makes space for Latino communities, especially in entertainment, because that's like her, you know, her bag. Yeah. And she is producer and director on a lot of TV series and different movies that have Latino stories and have Latino casts and crew. Uh, one of the more recent shows that I really loved was called Hentified, which was on Netflix, and it told the story of a Mexican-American family chasing the American dream, essentially. Mm, and, that. you know, like, mm-hmm. I absolutely loved that show and how she captured Chicano and Mexican culture while also bringing up the topic of immigration. Just mm. really important, you know, activism yeah. things, especially yeah. for yeah. Latinos. And as a Latina, you know, it really inspires me. Um, and she also is really body positive, so mm. she creates a safe space yes. mm-hmm. for people to explore their own body confidence and, you know, just be proud of who they are, where they come from, and how they look. And mm. I just, I love that about her. Mm-hmm. So, yes. and also my family has always said that she's my doppelganger. She's so, or I'm so, doppelganger. <laughs> so beautiful. I don't hate it. <laughs> so, thank you, America, for all you do for Latinos and Latinas and for just women in general. I applaud Aww. you. Yes. It's great. What about you, Marcel? Yeah, I mean, there are so many different women to choose from. But, you know, for me, I will say Anita Hill Mm. is someone who stands out for me. She is a professor of social policy, law, and women's gender and sexuality at Brandeis University. But, you know, I think some of us, many of us know her as someone who is a survivor of sexual harassment. Mm. Um, Brings me back to, you know, her court hearing in 1991 after Anita Hill accused Clarence Thomas of sexual harassment while he was her supervisor in two separate jobs. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. She made the claims that Clarence discussed pornographic films depicting group sex, and he even discussed his own sexual anatomy. Ah, God. According to Anita, his behavior made her resign from her job. Yeah. I mean, that's that that's says unfortunate. Enough. That is so you have unfortunate. To go through something like that. And I, feel I like can't it even just imagine. So common, mm-hmm. more than we actually really think or mm-hmm. know. I agree. That that happens. In I the agree. And you know, I think some of us can say they've gone through experiences where they felt uncomfortable 100%. at their job because 100%. someone else was putting them in that situation. That's right. So I can sympathize with Anita. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, she was basically forced to speak and testify oh, in gosh. front of, you know, all these people watching her. And she spoke in front of an all-white, all-male Senate Judiciary Committee, mm-hmm. um, which is, imagine the stress that she yeah. was already oh, dealing. Yeah, she already has people against her. Oh, my right. God. And then having to speak her truth, mm-hmm. she never backed down. Um, you know, it's a reminder of why we should always advocate for ourselves right. and for Definitely. others. That's right. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, wow. Man, yeah, that's pretty inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've always liked her story, and she's someone that I've always looked up to. Well, what about you, Chelsea? See, I think for me, basketball has always been a huge part of my life. Ever since I was a little girl, it was a sport that I played for a very long time. Mm. So somebody that stands out to me that played a big role was Candace Parker. Mm. And she is an American professional basketball player for the Chicago Sky of the WNBA and was the first overall pick in 2008. That's right. 
she plays center power forward and guard so she's just like super strong like super confident powerhouse not on the court but outside of the court too mm. as well um she has also won many awards and has really excelled in her basketball career she's a six-time wnba all-star wow. two-time wnba mvp WNBA Defensive Player of the Year and as a two-time AP Female Athlete of the Year are just some of the many accomplishments to her name. Do you hear that, LeBron James? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hating. <laughs> she is also the only female to receive Gatorade National Girls Basketball Player of the Year twice. Wow. Became the first woman to dunk twice in a college game. And I always, always dreamed as a female basketball player basketball player to be able to dunk and obviously I can't. It ain't late, girl. Well, right? you know, I gotta work on that jump. <laughs> <laughs> and just so, those are just many reasons why she has played a super big role in my life. Again, not just on the court, but who she stands as a black mm. female athlete. Um, and I just always looked up to her so much. Um, she's paved the way not only for black women in sports, but just a lot of women from different backgrounds and other sports too as well. Mm. That's awesome. Especially mm -hmm. for sports and especially basketball, like WNBA dominate mm. those sports. Yep. So to really shine as a woman in that yeah. sport is pretty cool. Yeah. 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 All right, ladies, continuing our theme of women who inspire us. Woo. Let's talk yeah. about women who became the first mm. and paved the way for women like us to succeed. Yes. Yes. Okay, I have a really amazing woman who, okay. yes, who everybody okay, knows mm -hmm. and who everybody loves. Okay. Ooh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Spill it, girl. Earhart. <laughs> Amelia Earhart was the first woman to fly nonstop and solo across the Atlantic Ocean. She set many flying records and championed the advancement of women in aviation. It's funny because I have a personal story attached to this. I remember okay. going to, <laughs> I remember going to this play when I was really young um, in upstate New York. And it was actually, it wasn't just a play. It was actually an Amelia Earhart Memorial Museum. Ooh. And there was a play that was being held. And I remember sitting there and there was snow on the ground. Like, I remember it so vividly. And I remember watching this play about her and the woman who played her was just such a strong role. And I remember thinking, even as a young girl, like, wow, like I, I could do that. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't even like, you know, I'm not, a, a, I don't fly, I don't fly planes. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't like my passion at the time, but it just made me think that as a little girl that like women could do anything, mm -hmm. you know, so mm -hmm. Thank you for that, Amelia. And yes. yeah, she definitely paved the way in at least aviation and just in terms of women being able to do things that right? men could do. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. It's admirable. It yeah. really, really is. Mm -hmm. It really is. And I think for me, like going off of sports, another thing, another sport that I loved to play in gym class was tennis. I was horrible, <laughs> horrible, horrible at it. Me too. But I just loved to hit that ball super hard and hope to God I didn't hit anybody. But a person that really stood out to me was Billie Jean King. So she is a major contribution to the sport of tennis and has been identified as one of the first major female female tennis players and put a spotlight on the female tennis players in the 1960s. Mm. In her career, she won 39 major titles in both single and double competition. She turned professional after 1968 and became the first women athlete to win more than $100,000 in Ooh. one season back in 1971. Wow. Wow. 
Right? I mean, that's just so crazy. 1971. That's not too, like, long ago. $100,000 in 1971 is a lot of money. $100,000. A lot of money. Back then, especially for a woman. Yeah. What? I'm buying seven mansions. And she often represented the U.S. and the Federation in Whitman Cup. She's also rememb
there have been like many moments where I've found this strong woman inside of me, but I think the one that really like comes out the most um, was just in the past few years. They've just really taught me a lot. Mm. Um, like as you both know, in 2018, I had a really like sad and heartbreaking breakup that really sort of upended my life, mm-hmm. and I just like felt so sad. And there's everything that I ever felt bad about myself came up in that moment, basically. So I really had to sort of bring myself back to who I am and to start to really understand my worth and my confidence. And I really had to build that back up. And it was really hard. Like, yeah, it's amazing yeah. how hard it can be. Yeah. I mean, you guys yeah. know, you know, like, yeah. I, you know, I lived on my own for the first time ever. Um, I had a lot I needed to figure out and quickly. And, you know, I had my friends and family there, but ultimately I was the one that had to fix my life and mm-hmm. fix my mindset. And yeah getting over all of my insecurities, realizing that I'm proud of who I am, what I've been through, Mm -hmm. developing that confidence that I never really had before has really changed my life dramatically. Mm -hmm. And I can really say that I feel so free now. Mm. You definitely have come such a long way. Yeah, (laughs) my God. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I just want to be free to be me Mm. and free to know that I'm a good person who is enough. Yes. Say that loud. <laughs> free to be me and free to know that I'm a good person who is enough. Yep. And mm-hmm. if you can't see it, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, peace. See ya. Right. Like, see ya. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I think that was the last few years have really taught me a lot and have really shown me, like, how strong I can be. Even moving here across the country to a new place, you know. it's We did it. We did it. We that did that it. in itself is a strong, badass moment. Right. Yep. Yes. For sure. Yes. Going off on that is very similar for me, too. I think that's probably one of the strongest moments that I had was, like, Mm. emotionally cutting off, finally closing that door Mm. of my last relationship. Mm. Just, like, getting to a point where I finally cut myself off emotionally from that awful end of That's my right. relationship That's and right. as you ladies know yeah. you were there you witnessed that whole freaking journey and there was a point in my life where i thought am i ever going to let go like mm. emotionally i was out of it you know physically but emotionally i was still so involved in it mm. and i can't tell you how much those emotions were just like a weight and chain for me and just mm. really held me back So that took a while, but when I finally kind of had that, like, aha moment, like, okay, I'm ready to let go, I'm finally ready to close that chapter, it was just such a freeing, empowering, and growing moment for me to let Mm. me know, like, I will be okay. That's right. I will be okay, and having the support of you ladies, and my family, and my friends, like... That definitely was a huge moment for me. Mm-hmm. That's right. You have definitely come out stronger. Mm. And how about you, Marcel? Let me tell you, relationships really know how to test your strength. Huh? Oh, my so God. Really <laughs> People really underestimated. They're like, oh, whatever, you guys just broke up. No, it was like, it was the... It was uh, your life, you yeah. Know? Like yeah. it was just a whole thing, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't just like a few weeks of like hookup. Right. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> yeah. God. Just for me, it was like a four-year relationship. Yeah. yeah. For you, Danielle, a living situation. Yeah, a living yeah. situation. Right. Yeah, it definitely really tested you. Mm. That's true. Um, kind of going off of what both of you said, the past couple of years have been a little challenging for me. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not going to go into the details of you know, a job Mm, that I think um, really tested my strength. Yeah. But, you know, you ladies saw 
the impact it had on my mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Just being part of that toxic uh, environment. It was toxic. It was not a good place to be. Um, it was I, definitely a big weight for you. Oh, my on God. On your shoulders. For a while, I just felt like I was in this dark black hole mm. and I couldn't get out. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, there were times when I was afraid that I would never get out and right. that I would be stuck in this weird mindset. But it really, yeah, it really messed me up. And I had to really make a decision for myself in terms of, you know, like, how do I move from here so that I'm still functioning as a human being? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> girl. Yeah. When you have a job, like, you feel attached to that. Oh, you feel you know? so attached like, you feel to like that. You can't leave it because it's paying for your life, you know? It's so yeah. hard to get out of something like that. And and that's the thing, paying for my life, and, you know, you have to be smart when you decide to leave a situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, it wasn't even money anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even care about money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I cared about my mental well-being, and yeah. I cared about being alive and surviving mm-hmm. when I'm 33. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and so that really put me through a lot of different tests, and I don't know what it was, but, you know, I turned to meditation. I turned to trying to figure out who I was and what I meant to do in this world, and, you know, after a lot of deep thinking and, you know, a lot of breathing exercises, mm-hmm. I was able to make the decision that worked for me. Yes. And um, that really tested me. Yeah. <laughs> you had to advocate for yourself. Oh, oh my time. God. If, if, if anybody can take anything out of this episode, like, you have to advocate for yourself. You have to stay strong. Everyone in society, if you're a woman, anyone in society is going to try and bog you down. Yep. They're going to try and make you feel like you're not worth it. Yeah. That you can't do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But you absolutely can. You can do it. 100%. You Literally, can do it. the possibilities are endless. It's all limitless. about your mindset. We are creating our own limitations. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that is something I tell myself every day when something gets really hard or mm-hmm. challenging. I say, nope, you are creating limitations for mm-hmm. yourself. Yep. Snap out of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do what you think needs to happen, and everything just seems to work out in the end. That's right. We'll fall into place. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. everything has fallen into place for me, and yeah. I am mm-hmm. so excited to see what 2022 will bring. Ah, right. uh, yes. Sometimes you just, you know, I feel like for all of us, sometimes you just have to let something go that you feel attached mm. to, and or that, that can be the hardest thing sometimes, but it's almost the most necessary in most situations, and once you let something go, it opens up doors for something more beautiful and more exciting and well, more possibilities. Like, well, it's like let go, gain more. Yeah, yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. when you let go of certain things that do not benefit or help you to reach mm-hmm. towards your own individual goals, Yeah, that can completely weigh you back. Mm-hmm. If you let go, you can gain so much more, mm-hmm. probably way more than you ever expected. Oh, my God. Like when I let go of this fear of like moving across this country mm. to California, like – I have gained so much since mm. being here. Like, why? I mm. would never have had any of these opportunities. <laughs> we didn't let go of just, like, that fear. And we just did it. I know. So, like, you know, everybody said, you know, advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. Stand up for yourself. Let go. Move forward. And you would be surprised yeah. what doors can open for you. Mm-hmm. That's right. I think it's hard sometimes for even women to let go as well. I feel like it can be difficult. It but. is really hard. I mean, I think 2022 has taught me what it means to be a woman Mm. you know and for me it means to stand by what i believe in Mm -hmm. but to also compromise 
Yeah. Right? And to also know that no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. All right, friends. Thanks for listening to New In Town Podcast. Our next conversation will focus on our top five favorite things we love about L.A. Maybe we hate. I don't know. Listen to all new and old episodes on Spotify and Anchor. Follow us at New In Town. Thank you.